France, the home of lovely croissants, the city, the country of love, and the Paul Ricard circuit. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the French Grand Prix. Welcome to the F1 Stop Show. I'm your host, Amoni, and with me is Wes Spearman. Wes, how are you this evening? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. It's been bloody boiling hot last week, but yeah, I'm, I'm coping all right, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, I wasn't quite expecting that intro. I was expecting to get the usual sort of hello and welcome, but no, change up a bit this week. <laughs> how are you? I'm very good, very good. The I've got to say, the weather is absolutely warm baking. at times. It's warm, it's baking, it's, it's just... The amount of showers I've had over the last <laughs> day or two is absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, the French Grand Prix, the Paul Ricciard circuit, the runoff on that circuit is just it just makes your eyes go, you know what I mean, you know what I mean. But yeah, round twelve, I believe. Yeah, round twelve. And uh well let's kick it off then. The French Grand Prix. So tell us, Wes. Can you do you have any recollection of what happened <laughs> last year in twenty twenty one? Sort of, yeah, I think. I mean if you asked me about twenty twenty then wouldn't have a clue. I think twenty twenty was quite boring when was that the first no, it was twenty nineteen it first returned to the calendar and then I think that race was quite boring. Don't remember much from that. Don't remember much from twenty twenty, but last year was you know, it was it wasn't a great race. It wasn't like Silverstone Austria this year sort of level but it, it was decent I think certainly a, a huge step up from the previous two years anyway um, and if you remember the Spanish Grand Prix last year uh, where you had Verstappen doing a one stop trying to see the hard tyres all the way through to the end Hamilton doing a, a, a two stopper overtaking him in, in, in the dying laps of the race it was almost that but reversed with the French Grand Prix where you had Hamilton and Bottas in the Mercedes doing the one stop you had Verstappen and Perez in the Red Bulls doing the two stop and Verstappen caught Hamilton with two laps to go on, on the second to last lap of the race which is just so so I mean yeah we've seen some like last lap overtakes very very occasionally but I think for somebody to get to the second to last lap is is pretty close and I remember feeling sort of feeling quite quite tense watching it um especially because you had sort of Perez trying to uh, overtake Bottas as well and then launch an attack on, on Hamilton too um, it, it was it had that sort of tension to it uh, that we didn't get the previous two years in, in 2019-2020 um, you know through what we've seen with the, obviously the regulation change we've mentioned it time and time again they do seem to be providing uh, better racing closer racing more entertaining Grand Prix for, for us as spectators um, so hopefully <laughs> they can improve the French Grand Prix even more this year. And uh, it w- so last year it was Red Bull celebrating on the top step, Max Verstappen taking the win. Sergio Perez came in uh, third place with Hamilton splitting the two. Uh, how do you feel it will be this, this year? Because, you know, it's changed a lot over the last 12 months and uh, we're seeing some as we've seen this season, we're seeing some different faces, or should I say the same faces but different? <laughs> if you get what I mean, yeah, it, it's so, just got a different feel to it, hasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> um, I reckon Ferrari are really in with with a chance this weekend. They've on, been on a 
little bit of a good role the last couple of races. I mean, obviously Leclerc won not last week, the week before out in, in Austria, his first race win since for a good few months since April at the Australian Grand Prix, so what, round three, I think it was. Um, yeah, again, Red Bull, I think they are the team to beat at the moment, especially Verstappen winning last year and I don't know. I think I just feel like Paul Ricard. I, I don't know actually because it's quite flat. There isn't much sort of. I know in the in the, in the background picture there is a slight sort of dip going into the first quarter, um, but I don't really remember seeing much like elevation change or what have you. There's no like circuit of the Americas turn one for example where you go with a massive steep yeah. hill left hander or, or even Austria a couple of weeks ago uh, at the turn three happened and, and turn four. Um, there's a couple fairly long straights, I think, in there. Um, I say a thing because it's got about 10 million different track layouts, poor regards. <laughs> uh, I mean, props to the drivers for actually knowing which way to go because, yeah, I know they've got all, all like boards and stuff out, but I wouldn't really have a clue. I mean, yeah, you've got white lines, but it's white lines going <laughs> in all sorts of different directions. Um, yeah, I reckon... I mean, hopefully it's, it's it's a close race and it's an entertaining race, something like we've seen over the past what, three, four weeks. Um, yeah, I think if, <coughs> if Ferrari really want to, to get back into this championship, they need to perform over the next what, two, three races, I think, because what Leclerc is, is it 38 points behind Verstappen. That's still quite a, a big chunk he's got to claw back at, at Verstappen. Um, yeah, I think Ferrari, they're, they're just starting to pick things up again now. Yeah, I know Verstappen one out in Silverstone, but Leclerc a couple of weeks ago, it's, it's going to be a close. I, I, I don't know who's going to win it. I mean, it's obviously going to be Red Bull and Red Bull or Ferrari. I don't, I don't think we'll see a Russell or a Hamilton on the podium um, just yet. But I, I, I can sense, I can sense it's going to be a close one. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean Ferrari. They t- in the past they tend to be good, right? coming in and out of corners but I feel Red Bull are the better team when it comes to like straight line speed obviously I would say you'd say Mercedes into the mix but they're like the third fastest car this year so who do you think constructors wise this this track benefits the most I I feel that Red Bull are gonna come into Paul Ricard and probably grab maximum points Potentially, yeah, potentially. Um, I, I don't know why. I'm just thinking Ferrari this weekend. I don't know why, because yeah, you said Red Bull have had pretty good straight line speed. But I'm just thinking back to I know it, it seems a long way away now. Um, but the start of the season where Ferrari was just so so quick and so much quicker than Red Bull. Um, but it'd be interesting to see what happens when we go to Monza when that is the, the, the temple of speed. It is the, it's the main power circuit on the calendar. Um, I just feel like I've just got a hunch that Ferrari are just going to come good this weekend, and I don't know why I can't quite put my finger on why I feel like that. But I think I think it's going to be I think it's going to be Charles Leclerc's day. I know it's it's not quite his home range being from Monaco, but it's close close-ish, I guess. Close ish, <laughs> yes. So so then let's let's hear your predictions. Then how do you see the race? How do you see the race planning out? Who's going to be a pole to Who's going to be your race winner? And uh, give us your top five. Give us your top five. Mm. To like, yeah, give us your top five. Um, I reckon Paul Sitter, 
I'm gonna go Carlos Sainz. Uh, okay. I think you'll just head out Leclerc um, again. I have no obvious reason why in, in my head. Um, race winner, as mentioned just a, just a minute ago, Charles Leclerc. I think he's going to win. I think maybe Ferrari might in, implement some team orders in there somewhere. Who knows? Um, yeah, top five. You know, I'm going to go Ferrari one two. I'm going to go Leclerc and Science one and two. Uh, Verstappen P three. Russell four. Hamilton five. Wow, Perez might slip so, out. So are you are you are you set? Are you set on leaving Sergio Perez out? I'm set on leaving Perez out. Okay, I, I I don't I don't really know why. I just think Ferrari can have a good, good weekend this week. <laughs> I think Red Bull are going to falter. I mean, it'll make the the championship a little bit more interesting, I suppose. But yeah, I I don't know why. For no, maybe it's the heat playing with me or something, <laughs> scrambling my mind. But I, I just I just feel Ferrari are, are going to have a good week. I mean, cut to next week's podcast where we're thinking like, oh, Ferrari, both DNF, both engine failures, Verstappen P1. <laughs> uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. <laughs> Who's your driver of the day, then? Oh, your driver of the day. Good question. Um, I'm just trying to think, because we haven't had many from the midfield so far, obviously. I mean, usually we pick a sort of a midfield driver, but that doesn't mean too many. I can recall being like like yeah. a Lando Norris. I don't think he's got driver of the day this year. He might have done in Imola. Um, yeah, I can't recall many like Ocon, Alonso, um, Gasly. Um, I'm I'm probably going to go Charles Leclerc. To be honest, race winner. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just can't, I just right can't see it being being a midfield team. Don't know why. Hmm. We shall see. Find we shall see. <laughs> find out on Sunday. Right then, pole sitter, Sergio Perez. I I don't know. <laughs> You've gone the other way this. to me. <laughs> I've I've said this in the past, but there's just a thing about Sergio Perez. He he's not a certain championship contender, but he knows how to do the job. He can win races. He can definitely out qualify his teammate, and that's what he's going to do in France. He's going to out qualify Max Verstappen, and I'm certain on that. However, to win the race, I, I do believe it's going to be a big ask for Sergio Perez. But uh, the fine Dutchman, shall we say, fine Dutchman to win the French Grand Prix. So Max Verstappen for the race to win. And then the top five, P5, Pierre Gasly. That I'm taking a huge gamble on this. <laughs> Pierre Gasly. Um, home race. Uh, he, if I was to describe his season, it's not the best, but <clears throat> excuse me, not the best. But I, I feel that having your home race makes you want to, you know, put in a little more effort, try and wow the crowd, get some points for your AlphaTauri team. So P5 for Pierre Gasly, P4, mm, I'm gonna say George Russell. George Russell for P4. Might, yeah, George Russell P4. I think he'll have a good race. So my top three. So my top three will be Max Verstappen for the win. Sergio Perez second place. And then Carlos Sainz in third. No, no Charles Leclerc in that top five. No Charles Leclerc. No. Interesting. Um I don't <laughs> know. <reasoning>. I just <laughs> I, I just 
I don't know, something's just telling me it may not be Charlotte's weekend for podium. Who knows? Mm. Could, could be an engine, but it could do a, a, a science in Austria and have his engine blow up in the, in the last few laps. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Driver of the day. I've got a lot of contenders for driver of the day, actually. So I've got Valtteri Bottas. I've got Mick Schumacher. I've even thrown in Lance Stroll, of all people. <laughs> Blimey. Lance Stroll, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. I think the heat's definitely getting to you there. <laughs> every, time, every time I think of Lance Stroll, I always look back to the um, TV direction. Directory is um was it was it Monaco or yeah Monaco was last year yeah it was last year <laughs> yeah oh, we're about to see an overtake in Monaco oh wait is is Lance Stroll going over going over <laughs> <Brilliant>. cheers guys <laughs> but um I think my driver of the day for France is gonna be it's gonna be Valtteri Bottas I think he he's had a great start to his F1 season with Alfa Romeo I just I don't know. I just think he's going to have a good race. Definitely a top 10 finish. No doubt about that. No doubt. But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Right. Mentions. So we've got Pierre Gasly and Esteban Ocon both entering their home Grand Prix. How would you assess their season so far? Um, I think as, as you mentioned there with Pierre Gasly, it's not been his best season but then if you look at Alpha Tauri as, as a whole it's not it's not been their best season either they've slipped down to eighth in the constructors at the moment yeah we only are only halfway into the season but given how well they were performing last year and Gasly especially this year has been a bit of a step back for them I think because um, as you mentioned Esteban Ocon is yeah I think he's having an all right season he's beating his teammate by quite some margin now looking at it 23 points uh, 52 points to uh, Alonso's 29 um, Ocon sitting eighth in the championship uh, just behind Lando Norris um, he's six points ahead of Bottas um, but hey, yeah for, for whatever reason whether Avatari haven't coped with the regulation change as well as Alpine um, I, don't, I wouldn't say Ocon is going sort of the, above and beyond I wouldn't say he's having amazing races he's, yeah, he's getting relatively consistent points but it doesn't feel like he's like a Lando Norris third place in Nimola for example he's not done that he's, he's not doing anything extra if if that makes sense um, and I suppose the same can be said for, for Gasly and Alfa Tauri um, given as I said they, they've taken a step back um, yeah, it's been a bit of a disappointing season for, for Gasly and Alfa Tauri um, Gasly's, Gasly's on 16 points. He's, he's one ahead of Sebastian Vettel and Aston Martin are having a bit of a shocker of a season. They're in eight, ninth, is it? No, it's not. It's not quite that bad. They are, yeah, they are in ninth, 18 points <laughs> compared to, I mean, just what, two, three years ago when they got third as, as racing point and I know last season wasn't great for them here. I think they finished seventh. Um, yeah, for AlphaTauri to take a step back when as I say, they had a quite a promising season last year. is It's, it's slightly worrying, but I think Gasly is still, I think on, on skill levels alone, I think Gasly is the better driver than Ocon, but at the moment, AlphaTauri just, they're not, they're not consistent enough. They're not scoring those points, whereas Alpine have a slightly better car. I'm not taking away from, 
from either either of the two tries, but I think Gasly is is just a little bit better in, in in having race pace, qualifying pace than Ocon. And I'm not saying that Ocon's a bad driver; he's, he's obviously not. He's he's not he's not a race winner for no reason. Um, and he's beating his vastly experienced teammate Alonso this year as well. But give them give them the same car, I think. Gasly will, will will have Ocon. I think he'll will beat Ocon and le- level pace. But um, it's just it's just not looking good for Avatari at the moment. And um, those two those two uh, F one stories, their their pathways to F one, they're almost quite similar, really. Ocon made his debut in two thousand and sixteen. Gasly came here a year later. Um, I think. In terms of podiums, uh, Ocon has, I believe, two. Gasly has three, maybe. That sounds about right, yeah. If you yeah. count in race wins, then yeah. Because, I mean, they've both got a race win as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's Gasly in, was it Monza last year or the year before? No, it was 2020. Um, McLaren won two last year, wasn't it? Um, and yeah, obviously, Ocon, Hungary last year. Um, yeah. Yeah, Ocon got a podium in... Hungary? Sakia. Oh yeah, okay, second, yeah. third behind Perez and Stroll on the podium as well, and I don't think Gasly got one. Gasly didn't get one in Rebel. He's had one in Baku, maybe another in Baku as well. I'm not sure, but yeah, I think I think those numbers are actually. <laughs> I think you got those numbers spot on actually. Yeah, two and three. Indeed. Um. So because time is running out, I believe you saw some. What has social media? What has F one social media got for us today? Then was <laughs> this? This has just been completely random. I mean, listeners will probably know what what we're on about, but yeah, Twitter just sort of exploded. Sort of yesterday, day before, um, Sunday night, Monday. Um, these memes about George Russell because a lot of people see George as like not necessarily your average British guy, but you sort of stereotypical British. English guy, and oh. so people are saying like this one. George Russell is the type of guy to ask the waiter what's the damage before they hand in the check. <laughs> There's another one. Uh, where is it now? Uh, George Russell is the type of guy to say, "I'm just going to squeeze right by you when trying to get through a crowd." <laughs> people are people, just like that is the sort of thing you average. Well, not average, but lots of stereotypical. English guy would do and to be honest, I can see a lot of these being <laughs> fairly accurate especially <laughs> especially the first one um, it's like going to dinner with George Russell to a restaurant or something and then you know you know in some restaurants you, you eat before you pay others you have to pay before you get yeah. food in this case it sounds like eating before you pay and then like I don't know maybe George and five other drivers have gone to dinner or something <laughs> and then they've all said you know what George you have to pay for all of us because of ABC and so they all finish their food and then you know it's that time again check please and then George is like wait wait wait, wait. all right all right all right how much right. you know what's, what's you know what damage, I mean? how much is it what's the damage <laughs> but how much how much money are we paying so, um, but yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's absolutely, I mean, there's this one here that George Russell is the type of guy to say, I won't get far without these when he comes back to grab the car keys he forgot. 
Um, there's one from, was it Ryanair saying George Russell is, is the type of guy to clap when the plane lands? Um, oh. <laughs> there's one saying George Russell is, is the sort of person to look at all the George Russell is the sort of person to tweets and confirm he actually does do all that stuff. And then he's quote tweeted it saying, You know me too well. <laughs> so he obviously <laughs> does quite a lot of these stereotypes, I guess. <laughs> apparently are quite accurate <laughs> yeah oh it's, it's all good it's all good fun it's all good fun yeah <laughs> and then what's this one about Gunter Steiner's house trying to target P6 I know yeah I mean I was just reading uh, on the Formula 1 website and I've seen this thing that Steiner targeting P6 in 2022 and to be fair, I, I don't think he's too far off. I mean, Haas, yeah, they're seventh at the moment, but I mean, so I suppose in some sense, it's only another place up, and some might say, well, P6, it's not it's not really that high, but for someone like Haas, from where they were last year, to I mean, to get seventh, I think, is, is a massive achievement for them um, off the back of last year. Yeah, I mean, Stein, he's, he's being ambitious. He, he wants to he wants to upgrade that the Steiner ship. <laughs> even more yeah he, do, he um, does he does yeah <laughs> yeah i think p6 i wonder, means... I wonder, if, I wonder if he'd let me come aboard that ship do you reckon do you reckon he'd let me come aboard that ship <laughs> you'd probably let everyone come aboard if, if haas get p6 <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> yeah haas they're 17 points behind alfa romeo and alfa romeo have had the had the rub of the green recently um haas have, haas have got some good points in the last couple races i think Schumacher's got, got his first points out in Silverstone, got P6 out in Austria. They're on a bit of a roll, Haas. So, I mean, yeah, there's, there's still a long way to go in, in this F1 World Championship. But I reckon they I reckon they could, could get close to Alfa Romeo because they've slowed up a little bit, I reckon. And I don't think Haas will get P6. I think they will stay P7. But it's, it's certainly being being ambitious, Gunter Steiner, and, and I like that because it's just, it's just being a bit gung-ho and... Be like, well, forget last year. Who cares about last year? This is where we are this yeah. year. We can properly challenge for P6. Forget about the past. We're, we're here and now. We have a good yeah. car. We've got two extremely talented drivers. Let's go and get P6 and the constructors. I just think that's, that's a brilliant, brilliant mindset to have. And, uh, you know, both both Haas drivers have finished in the top six this season in terms of races. You know, uh, Kevin Magnussen finished P4, I believe, in uh, oh, all right, knowledge. Where did has where did Kevin Magnussen finish? He finished P4 in, I believe, oh, Australia. I want to say, or is that too early? I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to have a look because obviously on on the F1 website, it's just like <laughs> it just tells you the podium. <laughs> So yeah. uh, no, no, it, wasn't, it definitely wasn't Australia. <laughs> no. He finished fourteenth in Australia. He oh. definitely did get. He was definitely a top six somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just can't remember where. <laughs> Maybe so, someone will have to point that out because we run out of time. Yeah. Where? In what? In what race did Kevin Magnussen finish P four, ladies and gentlemen? If you can answer that question, thank you very much. And then uh, Mick Schumacher finishing P6 in Austria. That's brilliant as well. Hans will be very, very pleased with that. Gunther Steiner, very pleased with that. I wonder what 
DTS has in store for us. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I mean, if they were following Haas around for like, as you say, the last two races, Silverstone, Austria, then we're going to get get some good wholesome content out of that. And that mm. If if they're following them around for, as I say, the last two races, but who knows? It might it might just be all all made up like it was in season four last year. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of another episode of the F One Stop Show, and. Uh, French Grand Prix is with us this weekend on Sunday. So we hope you've enjoyed. We hope you've enjoyed this latest recording. So do do follow us on Twitter, Instagram. You can also email us as well. And uh, I've been your host, Sam Roney. And it's a goodbye from me. Bye-bye. And it's a goodbye from Wes. Bye-bye. And we hope you enjoy the French Grand Prix this weekend.